0: hundred and sixty two games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie getting started is simple deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Add Fitbod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get twenty five percent off your subscription, or try the app for free at Fitbod.me/slash Zabe. That's F I T B O D dot m e slash Zabe. Damn it!
1: What? That's good, right? No. I only bet ten. But you won. What did I say? What did I tell you? It's a short thing. You talk about this crap like it's science, Tony. I lost a lot of f***ing money. You didn't lose. We could have turned your bull**** into a f***ing million dollars. My bull****?
0: Never think I might know what I'm doing? I'll just call myself Mr. X. Yep, you can't go wrong with Mr. X. In the wake of the passing of Hank Goldberg, I said, I got to get Mr. X on, if for no other reason than to find out what did he think of the one-time most prominent TV prognosticator for the NFL. Mr. X, how are you, my friend, deep from the woods of Maine in the summer? How you doing?
1: All good, a little behind. I did not know about that till you texted me today, but um and I don't know a lot about his recent stuff, but
0: from way 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 back, oh, he was great. Yeah, he was yeah. the only guy really. Like I said he's on the Mount Rushmore of TV gambling pundits along Probably. with Jimmy the Greek and I'm trying to think who else would be along up there, but uh he was the only guy that would give point spreads. On ESPN, and they made him go like two full hours before kickoff on Sundays, almost like it was such a shameful thing that he would mention a point spread on ESPN. They didn't want it too close to kickoff.
1: Right. Well. Okay. See, I'm a I'm probably a decade before you, and this is off the top of my head because I didn't know about it until I text. He um, and I have no internet. Um. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa! You have yeah. what? exactly in Maine now uh, uh no internet it went down june 30th the company went out of business the company yeah. that provides internet to uh, your little cottage out there near a lake right out of bi- <laughs> yeah it's is, another, is another is <laughs> another company taking over i hope well i think the big boys drove them out of business
1: and the little one we've had for decades this is at my dad's next door to where i'm building but when I called them up after a couple of days to find out the problem, they said, Oh, yeah, didn't you get the note? We went out of business June 30. I'm like, whoops. And there's oh not really, God. but I've got it resolved now. The big new company is coming out to check um, and see if they can install it down here. They'll be here in 11 days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 11 days. And that's just to do a site survey. Yeah, they may I get said, out well, there and say, Ah, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. We can't do it here. Sorry,
1: yeah. It's, it's, I said, Well, when they survey it and say, Yes, can we do it that day? Well, we don't know that part yet.
0: Wow, have they even, yeah, ha- do you happy. even, do you even know what the price per month is going to be? Does it matter? <laughs> no, <laughs> do you know Focus if the speed of the internet will be acceptable? Is it possible yes. you're building your dream retirement cottage in Maine and you? find out it's impossible to get decent internet and will you have to move
1: um oh, yeah i don't know that either i don't know that's we'll a, see that's a you
0: conversation with the wife you'll have later or maybe yeah. not at all like the boat which you just got named don't tell mom you yeah. sent me under- send me a picture of it on the back stern of nice. the boat. So you'd, you've you been calling it that for a while, but now you yeah. finally got it put on the boat.
1: Yeah, it's been unofficial since your, since the Twitter vote last year, but I finally got a company to print up a nice fancy sign, and I uh, put it on this week just in time for the parade, and uh, it's now official.
0: That That is such a great name. And for those that don't know, uh, Mr. X, when he first started to have plans to retire up there to Maine, uh, found somebody selling their pontoon boat, is it? Yeah, exactly. And it was a great deal, Mr. X says, that he simply couldn't pass up a $40,000 boat for like 20 grand and change. Somewhere like that. Something and like that. So you pounced on it while your wife was still back in D.C. working yes. without running it through the so called war committee and your sons. One of the X's, X two, X three, X four, X five, whatever uh, said Don't tell mom.
1: Well, yeah, kinda I mean, that was the year after I bought the cottage without her being up here. So oh. kind of a... But the reason for it is more than that, I've always said for the last twenty five years, those are the three most commonly said words in my
0: house. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell mom. <laughs> the the band of the band the band of brothers mr x and the four sons don't whatever you do don't tell mom
1: right i mean back in it's the circle of life back in the day the boys would say that to me now i kind of find myself saying it to them sure it
0: all it all comes around that's (laughs) a great boat name. i do love going whenever i'm somewhere that's got you know a marina or a dock and i love just walking around looking at the boats and more importantly looking at the funny names of boats Uh, that will definitely be a walk stopper as people go, what? Don't tell mom. Oh, (laughs) very funny. funny. All right. So you've been without internet and you're going to be without internet. Can you go somewhere to at least download a slice of news? I mean, there's nothing happening. We are in the dead of summer right now.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm struggling today. I learned how to, um, you know, take my phone off of Wi-Fi and do like the three to four G, five G thing. Yeah. Make a hotspot, and now I can download the scores on my laptop in about ninety minutes. <laughs> ninety minutes. So,
0: can yeah, you? What is the cable TV access? Can you get?
1: we're good there we actually have had direct tv here my dad has had it for oh. 20 years you'd love it Zay, the actual dish is out in the water <laughs> shut up no it is it's <laughs> it's in the water on a post
0: <laughs> that's so classic hey clear
1: yeah. shot at the sky though right that's right it was the only way to get it and to get the angles put it out in some rocks out in the water and It's worked for 20 years, so that's about the only thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, here we are in the dead of summer. So (laughs) Hank Goldberg, as part of his long obit that I read yesterday here on the podcast, uh, it had his record sort of at the end of his career because a guy like that doesn't have a career-long lifetime record. He's given out picks on TV. He's probably given them out on his radio show. There's not one official thing, but the general consensus was – that he was pretty good. He was very good. Yes,
1: I couldn't. I couldn't begin to tell you anything about the last thirty. I remember him in the nineteen eighties when he was on network television pregame show. Pregame. What do you call? It? Yeah, on, right ES-
0: on ESPN. No,
1: no, before that, I think he was. I think it was. I don't know if it was CBS. I think it was CBS. He actually when it was on. Network, like NFL Today or whatever the Musburger show was called. Okay. He did that, I believe, before ESPN. Really? And it was that that whole coded kind of tell us the winners but pretend it's not about gambling Right, remember those days. Wouldn't use the spreads, but if you knew anything, you could tell what he was doing, and it was really sly. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, he is um, – I learned stuff from him in the 80s. And he was good. And it Such was, as? Well, he would use things like what I would call gambling rules. He understood there's two things. Know the football, know the X, know the O, know the players, know the matchup. But as I've always said, there's also gambling rules you learn over time too. And some people do football, some people do gambling, but the best thing to do is both. You know, you have to line them both up if you're really good. I can remember he would do things like he would call, I can remember in the 80s, he'd call it the um, the stale sandwich game.
0: (laughs) Okay. Which
1: mark Dallas is playing the Giants in a big rivalry game this week. And then next week they're traveling to Detroit before they host Washington again. Two huge games. And a stale sandwich in the middle. Oh. <laughs> so the idea was take the lions plus the twelve or whatever.
0: Yeah. And
1: and when as a young novice, you're like the lions suck. What is he doing? You know what? Yeah, learn that stuff. He was very good at that. He and he he had a little flair to him, and he had names for his uh, you know whatever his theory was for the week like that. And I can remember as a youngster thinking none of those things mattered. I was an X and O guy, and then I was like, no, this, you know what? He's really good. Anybody who's really good at gambling, I don't care if it's him. Uh, you put him on a spotlight like ESPN or whatever, and. What goes around comes around, and they go three and seven, and everybody says, this guy sucks. (laughs) You know, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's like me. When when you used to promote and promote and promote me on your baseball stuff, and we all know that you're about to have a bad year, and everyone's like, yeah, what's he doing? I mean, it happens. Sure. That guy who's really good, I think, is that guy they put on, I think just last year on college football, the Bear. Yes. He know good. He reminded me a lot of the young Hank Goldberg.
0: Right. Chris, like the middle-aged Hank Goldberger. Yeah, Chris Felica is his name, and he really does the research on all yes. these teams. And he has a sense for it, for exactly. lack of a better all-encompassing um, uh, encompassing
1: he's a, term. He's a gambler. He, you right. can tell the difference <laughs> right. between your um, Stephen A. Smiths and your Max whatever his name is and your yellers and screamers and tell me who's going to win. And then you can see a guy you're like, this guy's a gambler. It's a big right. difference. I don't know how to put it in words
0: better than that. Tell me if this makes sense. When it comes to gambling, there's three layers to the whole thing that you have to have an understanding of and you have to individually, as the gambler, negotiate and sort of synthesize. The top layer is the X's and the O's. The players, the teams, etc. cetera. The second layer is that complicated dance between the public, the bookmakers, and the line itself. Because you have to understand that relationship and and public money, and sometimes the books, you know, willing to take on more risk because they like the fact the public is on what they believe to be the wrong side. So you have to take that into account. And then the third layer is just the sort of mysterious rhythm of, you know what? Teams tend to do this on the road, on this type of game, so, you know what I'm saying? These sort of yeah. Yeah, voodoo true. atmospherics of what sometimes, t- the rhythms, the patterns in the noise. The left down spots. The right, left down spots right, the patterns in the noise. There's the X's and O's, there's the dance of the books versus the public, and then there is the uh, rhythm of the patterns in the noise that one has to discern. It's three levels. I think, I think
1: those, are, those are very on target. I think an incredibly underrated fourth level yeah. is the weight or the magnitude of the number, knowing that six is not four. Right. Or three is not two and a half. Understand, and that's simple math, but under so many people pick the winner first and just don't give enough credit to the number. Does that make sense? Sure. And that is really simple, but very, very overlooked.
0: Yeah, would you advise anybody putting money down on a game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, is there more? <laughs> well, that was quick. Yes. Would you okay. Would you advise anybody betting money on an NFL game right now in Week One?
1: Um. Well, t- sure. Sure.
0: Depending on the situation.
1: Uh, I I don't know. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I never advise anybody to do something I haven't done, so no. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: But is there something philosophically wrong with it? No. I, as a matter of fact, like, for example, what I would say is, uh geez, this is kind of like a stock theory, but whatever your number that you play on a game is, if you really loved something, put half of it in now. Save the other half for later and see how it shakes out. Okay. I would not advise firing in hard early. No, there's no reason or advantage to do that. You don't know what they don't know, and things can happen. And, yes, right. an injury can happen on either side. But, like, for example, in a season total, I would never go in hard right now. But you can go in You can go in for half now and save the other half for August. Sure. There's okay. nothing wrong with that. I'd call that good money management.
0: Right. I'm looking at somebody tweeting out uh, – Connor Allen uh, says sportsbooks have posted hundreds of NFL season-long player props for 2022 already. I analyzed 243 props from last year and found five interesting trends that will help you win money betting them this year. Uh, I don't know who that is, but he's already lost me. (laughs) So do you think this is a crazy thing to do? Would you bet a player prop for the whole season this early? prior to September one
1: with the same concept I would if I liked the under I would go hard if I liked the over I'd go soft and wait because things happen and your guy goes out right. or whatever but the reason I didn't like what whoever the guy you just said was is when you start using the word trends that sounds to me like a, a logarithm model that I have no interest in okay I would much rather you say I know the Packers and I know this guy's going to play a bigger role in their season than people think he's going to play. Let's go over. Don't tell me about trends.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair enough. By the way, on the uh, gambling front, this is kind of crazy. The Premier League in uh, the U.K., you know, they're NFL for soccer. They've asked clubs to phase out jersey sponsorships with betting companies because the uk government is reportedly planning to ban betting companies from sponsoring team jerseys as part of a gambling reform
1: campaign wow. what gambling
0: reform <laughs> they're in or you're not in i don't know how you reform i'm not sure exactly what well, what what is it, what is this all about uh, that's a tough one that's
1: just—I mean—that's the NFL. I mean, you sit there and you suspend Calvin Ridley for whatever, while you're running ads, you know, the whole game long. It's—it is a mess right now. I—I I don't like what I see, and I know, old man, shake fist at clouds, blah blah blah. But you know, I've been thinking about this recently. I, this whole—it's hard to put this into words. I hate what I see. If you're between eighteen and 30 whatever 1825 it's so simple it's so easy it's so available you're never going to get any good at it (laughs) it's never going to be any good at it i hate what i see my two two of my four yeah three of my four probably do this and one is excellent one is (laughs) god-awful Oh, he's terrible.
0: which which, uh, which of the X's?
1: Uh, well, X2's crushing it. He, hes I know guys keep making fun of me because I say he, I keep saying that on your show. Uh, he's going to get us cut off soon. I know, he's really good. <laughs> but um,
0: is he going st- can you have a subsection on your website? call com no, that is all I, X2, or would that been, go to the kid's head?
1: Yeah, you know what? There's a simple rule. Nobody gives a shit about going to your head. Just win, baby. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> okay. okay.
0: So, so it? open up a boutique store at me Mr. X.com. Yeah, we're close to X2. that. Two. You are.
1: Yeah, What's we're cool? close? You
0: said his wheelhouse was NBA. No, he's no,
1: he's everywhere. X four is an NBA absolute geek. I mean, he can just go like he could bet G League games and probably win. <laughs> um, but X three, you know, he can't. He can't pick anything, and he is the classic. 22-year-old kid, point-and-click, FanDuel, DraftKings, blah, 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 16 Parlay, but but I see the uh, accounts and a bank account, I'm like, hey, hey, hey we're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, that's the way these kids are, yeah. and, and, and look, if I talk about money or numbers, people think you're being arrogant, but it's not about being having money or being there. When I was in my late twenties and I started gambling football in the 1980s, you know, the old days of call, call Joe, the bookie, you had a minimum wager of a hundred dollars on a football game. Okay. Now it's not about the number it's about, you had to kind of have a research and conviction to reach and go for that. Now all these kids fire in on FanDuel, and they're doing 16 in, six in-game parlay, blah, 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 $5 here, $20 there.
0: They don't think. Right, because it's small denominations. Right. You're, you're flipping you quarters. Know, better. You're flipping quarters, and they'll take right. your quarters, but you're losing the quarterbacks. That's because you're putting no effort into it, exactly. no thought into it. So I don't
1: it. know how you get better at what you're doing. I would spend all week looking at games so that I'd fire in a handful on Sunday. These guys are like, oh, look, there's another game going in a minute. What do you think about this one? Stop it. If they don't get it. I would say. Numbers are so small.
0: I would say as a general rule, if you're betting money to win, which sounds crazy, right? Because, of course, yeah. you would be. But some, think, some people, I think, bet just out of boredom at this point because exactly. it's so easy on your phone and you can do such small denominations. But assuming you're betting to win, I would say – you probably would be better off that the denomination of each of your bets is enough to tighten your neck just a bit as you put the bet in, thinking, mm, "Okay, you got it. okay, yeah. I really don't want to lose this one. Not that it's going to break me per se, but this is a piece of money that will hurt a little bit if I lose." I think that's exactly. It has to be. It has to be enough to make you go, know, yeah, maybe I should just skip this one altogether." Yes, because that then, okay, right, that then gives you the moment of truth right before you go to the window to say, do I really want the Bengals today?
1: Yeah. It's like if you and I were golfing and you want to bet me $100 on the hole, I'm going to say no thanks. We're going to pass. <laughs> right. But I'll bet you $10 which bird flies off the freaking wire first. Okay? <laughs> exactly. I don't care. Yeah.
0: All <laughs> because right. I
1: can't go- and you're going to win, but the point is, it has to matter to you. Whatever the number is, these kids today, with all this stuff online and all the, the all these bazillion parl, it's just it's play. And I, I worry that they. It's not that it's about the money. I just I don't know if you're going to ever improve
0: your game. Does that yeah. make sense? Now I hear you. 63 days to the Thursday opener for the NFL season. Can't come nice. soon enough. You know, we're driven by the search for better. As we are hitting, we have hit the halfway pole, according to the games played, the all-star break, not for another two weeks. Uh, But at the halfway point, what do you see?
1: Well, okay, uh, I look at the halfway point more from, you know, the season totals as opposed to just playoffs. But at the halfway point, um, there's four huge winners. The Yankees, oh my gosh, way over. The Twins are way over that one. Houston isn't over. And Baltimore is just killing me. Yeah. Um they're
0: I don't know how they're winning. I still don't know how they're winning. I can't well, get it. They have good young players that are finally they got grassroots that are shooting through. Yeah. They do, but the reason I played them
1: under was not so much the Orioles as much as I thought four teams in the division would be in the playoffs, and I think they will. And you can as a, you can get a lot better but if you're in a division with four teams that can win 90 plus it's right. hard to win
0: somehow they're still sneaking by yeah i don't know we're not we're the not yet teams, at the so half we're not yet at the halfway point let me correct myself a couple
1: teams have hit half well this week. yankees no? are they're,
0: they're close yeah yankees are 58 and 22 best record in baseball a 725 winning clip my goodness that's 80 okay. games. One more, and yeah. they're at the halfway point. 81 is half of 162.
1: Well, they're in the sixth inning, is...
0: so they're halfway right now. <laughs> okay, well there you go. We're, we are recording this as they are exactly oh, at the halfway point. So yeah. with the with the Yankees in the East at a blistering 725 clip, the Red Sox at 45 and 35 at 563 yeah. is pretty impressive. But then the Blue Jays are above water. And the Rays are above water, yeah, both exactly. at 44 and 43 wins. So the fact the yeah. Orioles are hanging in at 37 and 44 is a minor miracle.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. And the Sox were off to a god awful start. So the fact they're where they are now is even more impressive. But the bad team so far, um, the Reds, absolutely horrible. Oakland, which was great because we saw that coming. Yeah. The White Sox, uh, Angels, and the Tigers. Um, and which all leads me to one question at the midway point. I mean I, when do we start to talk about Mike Trout? How can you be the best player in a generation and never be in a pennant
0: race in your life? I don't know why. And you know and more importantly, he doesn't seem to care. I, I, well, you know, give me $300 million. I am not care. Hold on. I'm not saying he
1: doesn't care to play the game. But he
0: would, get, he would get $300 million somewhere else and so. be on a relevant team. I, I don't watch I look, enough baseball doing? or know enough about the Angels, but I am yeah. mystified as how they can't make a ham sandwich out yeah. of Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and what else they got.
1: Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not suggesting that this is the NBA where there's like a chemistry or you're James Harden and you're not winning. It's baseball. It's an individual game. If you're Mike Trout and you're the best player in the league, you're the best player in the league. But what I am saying is, how long do we wait before we go? Yeah, that career kind of was wasted. (laughs)
0: Because
1: I think right now, off the top of my head, he made one postseason and they got swept in three. It's like. And they've they've spent the money. I mean, they bought Rendon, they bought Poulos. They've spent money. It's not like he's stuck in some cheap organization. It's just whatever they do. This year should have been their year. They fired Madden. They still can't get to 500. The guy's never even in a pennant race, much less in October.
0: Yeah, they're 37 and 45 uh, as they are past the halfway mark, and they are just sinking in the AL West. Speaking of Trout's career, I'm looking at some numbers here. Uh, At Ken Tremendous on Twitter says, Mike Trout's 12 seasons and Hank Greenberg's 13 seasons are very similar. Okay, That's pretty good company. Trout, uh, he has uh, 333 home runs through 1,360 games, whereas Greenberg had 1,394 games and 331 home runs, so just two different. Uh, an OPS for Trout of over a thousand, and uh, the OPS for Greenberg was over a thousand as well. He pretty much compares directly, and yet his career is going to go wasting. I was trying to think. When we were talking. I was trying to think of who is a really legitimate all-time
1: great player that just can't find the postseason. Now, granted, it's different in the old days where only one team advanced. But all I could think of was like maybe a Ted Williams, right? one playoff, one World Series in 20-something years. But, of course, there was no playoffs. It was just a World Series. Maybe the greatest hitter ever and, and only had one postseason appearance. Right. I think it was one. And, I mean, geez, I, I can't think of anybody in the modern era where you have so many rounds of playoffs. I mean, I can't think of anybody yeah. that's a star player that can't find his way to the playoffs.
0: Did you uh, did you read the ESPN article by Don Van Vanatta with the commissioner, in which uh, he was asked,
1: that online about the other part? Of yeah, the it'd be online. The it's internet. delivered
0: by the internet. Comes from the sky. Okay. It, yeah, so you wouldn't have seen that. Okay, I'll try to set. I'll print it and I'll mail it to you. It'll get there before <laughs> your internet is back up and running. But basically, it's unfortunately, that's true. Vanatta asked Manfred, "Do you hate baseball?" Point blank, wow. <laughs> and he got kind of. You got kind of chippy going, come on, man. I'm tired of hearing this question. Of course not.
1: Well, that, by the way, okay, since I'm out of it, that reminds me of when, um,
0: when good, I only saw a little bit is when Godel
1: was testifying and they were asking him about Portnoy and he said, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Total lie.
1: (laughs) I I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. Total lie. Portnoy went deep on him. He's like, you got to be kidding me. He actually wanted, (laughs) he won a bid. To watch a game with yeah. Goodell was using, you know, the big pool of barstool funds, so it'd be great content. The uncomfortableness of Portnoy sitting there in Rogers, you know, basement watching yeah. an NFL game, and then they canceled. They go, "No, nah, never mind. We'll donate the money to charity." Yeah, I mean, he owns space and it's a,
1: And you know what? There's another example of today. Now, I, I, I Port, I'm not a big Portnoy guy. Blah blah blah. He's okay, but people listen to him on gambling more than guys like a Green. Uh, a hammer and Hank. right today it's all about flair and him yeah. and betting his money and you know he was posting picks. oh yeah he doesn't, he doesn't know how to gamble he's a good guy but he doesn't know how to gamble
0: <laughs> no he actually is gambling like you say it's yeah. almost like gambling he's he's yeah. not intelligently wagering on the outcome right. of sporting events there's a difference okay. hey one yeah. last thing on baseball before i turn the page so you mentioned okay. oakland right yeah four people in attendance for monday's game were struck with stray bullets during the post-game fourth of july fireworks show because according to police they were bullets that landed in the stadium from people in oakland shooting off their guns in celebration that's that's just not
1: possible yes it is
0: welcome to oakland california rough neighborhood That's too tragic for me to make jokes about. Like, well, they, they survived, can't, they can't so there's hit. that. Yeah, yeah they suits. survived, so there's that. Brittany Griner is stuck in Russia. I don't know if you yeah. know this. Yes. And, and now this has gone next level with the following statement from Brittany Griner's coach in the WNBA. Here we go. Quote, Vanessa Nygaard, head coach of the Phoenix Mercury, if it was LeBron, he'd be home. She said it's a statement about the value of a gay person, a black person, all those things. We know it, and so that's what hurts a little more. She's gone there. Her coach has gone there with, if this was LeBron, we'd have him home already. The Russians have to be licking their chops going, oh, good. This is just driving up the price of yeah. our negotiations to swap out one of you know our guys or gals for your WNBA player.
1: Well, you know, okay, sorry. There's a totem pole in the world. Sure. Yes, maybe LeBron's above it. And if this was some other random person, we wouldn't even have it in the news. So at least you're, you know, you're somebody that gets attention.
0: Right. Well, if Brittany Griner wasn't a big, and I mean, she's a pretty big WNBA star. She's like one of the five, you know, most notable WNBA stars. If she was a lesser star, I don't know if this would even make news.
1: That's what I'm saying. If you were an average person, right. that made a mistake abroad. Hey, you know, good luck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about this one, but I, I'm just a huge believer in um, when you go somewhere else, they have rules
0: and you should follow them. Yeah,
1: true. They're not now, your
0: rules; they're their rules. Right? Exactly. Now, maybe, uh, maybe they set her up, and this is a pawn. Uh, maybe she's totally innocent. But there was a lot of other WNBA players that were playing in Russia that got home safely. So yep. who knows? Like, we'll see. Hey, just this
1: week when I dropped Mrs. X at the airport uh, on 95 in Maine, I got pulled over by police coming home. And, you know, this is the first thing I taught my kids when they were when, when they were doing the driving in the driveway. It has nothing to do with the car. It has to do with what you do when you get pulled over. It's license, registration. Like, yes, sir. It's in the glove box. Would you like for me to get it out now? Right. the question you say you don't move your hands you don't do anything it has nothing to do with who you are you always tell them i'd like to do this now would you like yes yeah Yeah. i mean you know of course it had nothing to do with. i was on the cell phone getting pics from x2 and i totally screwed up but still you got to follow the rules period
0: all right i know you're not going to get this video because you don't have internet someday (laughs) you'll get it maybe in august have you seen old rfk stadium lately When was the last time you saw
1: it? They were going to blow it up, and then it got held up. Right. And they still haven't blown it up, right?
0: Well, uh, apparently today today there was a fire deep inside one of the locker room tunnels. And so they had video uh, of the fire department in D.C. going in there to uh, figure out where this black smoke is coming from. Wow. And as the black smoke is pouring out onto the playing surface of the most beloved stadium of the former Washington Redskins that we yeah. knew and loved back in the 80s when they were great and the early 90s the playing surface mr x is absolutely littered with knee-high weeds in a sure. scene in a scene that looks like out of i am legend with will smith <laughs> oh god this hurts to see this Look well, at this okay.
1: photo. Oh okay, man. What's worse, RFK being what it is or the fact that it isn't that much worse than FedEx. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, someday FedEx Field will will look like this, a dilapidated shell of its former self and I will have I'll be filled with joy that it's about to go under, but RFK seeing RFK with weeds. Man, that is a shocker right there. Yeah. All right, Mr. X. Congrats on the boat. Don't uh, don't tell mom, it's on the back. Good luck on the construction of hey, the house I, and good I luck on the other
1: Today was today was day one of construction. We're done with foundation. We're done with site work. We started building today.
0: Fantastic. As yeah. you say, we're three months behind schedule, but we're making up for it by being over budget. So yes, we, we are. <laughs> All right, Mr. X. We'll talk to you soon. See Thanks. You, there you go. Take care. Bye. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Wednesday and we will see you next time. 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway, all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com.